Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday. Whoops, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, our first Wealth Wellness Wednesday on this new 2023 year. I'm just checking stuff on my computer as we're going live. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol, so aka Nani Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 excited this is our first wealth wellness wednesday on 20 of 2023 and i am excited that we're in a new year new things happening and i just feel pretty good today well that's awesome it's always good to wake up refresh wake up with gratitude wake up with uh what i would say a plunge in in the forward going forward uh, some people I noticed online, so kind of working out 2022 baggage. And as we chatted on our very last podcast of 2022, we said, don't take the baggage with you. So I'm going to, I guess, have to give some friendly reminders to do that. That's in the past. We can't like change that year. You can't change what you didn't accomplish. You can't change that maybe you should have been accountable to yourself a little bit sooner than the last week of December. Uh, that's the reality of it all. And that's why we love that we have different themes for every day. Um, but to go on today, we also got to deal with yesterday, which we did not do a podcast yesterday. And yesterday was a paramount one because that would be our Triumph Tuesday, which would have been our first Triumph Tuesday of the year. So, you know, we hope that, you know, whatever you know, transacted in your day yesterday that, you know, you figured it out, you maybe had to uh, overcome something, maybe re-strategize, maybe re-navigate your day. Uh, I actually accomplished with getting all, which is very new to me, getting down my decorations um, from Christmas earlier this year, but because I knew my next really two weeks were going to be, you know, I needed my attention on a bunch of different things, different big projects that I had going on. that I said, you know what? This year, I'm still celebrating the 12 days. I still have a few things out that reflect uh, my faith and reflect the importance of the 12 days, which, by the way, I had someone over for dinner on the second, which was the legal holiday of New Year's. And we were actually chatting about the 12 days of Christmas. And this is a grown adult who's 83 years old who did not know that the 12 days of Christmas started on Christmas day. So don't take for granted, a lot of people really assume that the importance of the holiday st starts before the holiday. And that's not the case uh, as if you are in the Christian faith, I may say, uh, you know, if you believe in Epiphany, the, the Kings, the whole uh, journey of his birth and the visitors that he met with, which was the three Kings, the angel, uh, the little boy, like the, all these different pieces of the pu puzzle of this great birth. So he was surprised, but also, wow, you know, how impactful that is at my age to still be able to learn something. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was impactful on Triumph Tuesday, uh, on that particular Monday, which was January 2nd, that he was open, his mindset was open to really embrace that. Jeez, I learned something new. I never knew that. How could I not know that? Well, it turns out he's Jewish. So of course he may not know that. So there's a lot of people that we 
assume they know really the origins of the 12 days of Christmas, but they just don't know. So I was grateful to really share in my belief of the 12 days of Christmas. And then yesterday I really had to triumph over like letting go that this year I would not have all my decorations up, which may not sound like a big deal to people because a lot of people sadly, I think rush into forgetting what the birth of our Lord is about. You know, so many people even the eve uh, or, or the evening of Christmas start taking down the decorations. So, and I feel sad for that because you're really not, in my opinion, not really embracing the whole 12 days. So it was, it was a struggle yesterday, but I did accomplish it. And the reason being, you know, it's not going to happen like that every year, but I wanted to also set myself up for success, which is a big key to your starting off your new year, knowing that, geez, I've got all these projects coming up that I really need to to, to really put my attention and my passion into. So I wanted to prepare that I wouldn't be like trying to do that and try to take decorations down. So it's about just really being more organized and more mindful of my time. Um, it, it kind of uh, apropos that you mentioned organization and time, because that's one thing that I work on um, every day. I have my own kind of personal set schedule. And because my sleep is so discombobulated you know I've made different changes with you know electronics and all that kind of stuff and my I've established a nighttime routine and I think when we assume something you know we never know obviously what somebody else is going through but you know always take a good look at yourself and you had mentioned you know the baggage from 2022 it's true we can't go back but maybe for someone it's like it's okay what can I learn from maybe it's a particular incident or something that happened um how can I be mindful of that situation how could I change the situation and it's true we know that obviously we can't go back but maybe in your mind is maybe you're journaling out in the morning how can I do better? Or how can I be more organized? You know, of course, whatever that something is for you. I've, um, you know, speaking of routines, <clears throat> I have committed to myself. I've made a solution, not a resolution, a solution to do those things that I love to do and that are so important to me. And I feel really good about that. And you know, for instance, I love pulling my cards. So I pulled my cards this morning and I love how I love the gradient colors, um, but I love their messages. And to me, that's really important and it may be corny, um, but that's okay. It's a routine that I enjoy. So I guess the question that I have for everyone is what is one thing maybe that you enjoy, that you love to do, and perhaps you've put it off in 2022 because of, you know, everything happening. So think of that one thing and how important that is to you, how good it made you feel to do that. Do you have any, Carol Sue? Yes, more flexibility. Uh, I'm, you know, while I totally agree with you on the whole routine piece, I don't want a routine so rigid that I don't have that flexibility you know, for spare of the moment, because some of your best creativity mindset pieces of your health and wellness journey or your journey as a whole comes from 
uh, spare of the moment projects, uh, ideas, uh, mm-hmm. events, you know, gatherings, whatever they may be. So flexibility is sometimes we don't allow ourselves to have that flexibility for give and take. Like maybe every day you do one certain thing at one certain time, but you also notice that that kind of impedes from another direction, another maybe creative thing that you could be doing or spending time with your family or that journaling time or just taking that walk, whatever it may be. Um, so, you know, while we, we, we also always talk about organization and, and routines, which because good routines establish great habits. And mm-hmm. once you kind of have that habit formed where it becomes second nature to you, allow that room for flexibility to say, you know what, I normally go to the gym today. You know what, I'm taking the day off and I'm going to go garden or I'm going to go, you know, visit that friend that I haven't been able to, to reach out. I, I do notice that people that really focus on their routine and really focus on, you know, that kind of rigid schedule, they're more, they're so structured that you know, they, a lot of times you find that they don't even have a sense of humor because they're, like, they're so focused in, I got to make sure I get all this done. This is what I do every day. I have to do it this way and I, I can't deviate from it. And a lot of times you'll lose an important piece of something wonderful that's really waiting for you or waiting for you to, you know, uh, grasp or gravitate towards and you miss that opportunity. So I think flexibility, I'm learning to be more flexible with my time and not be so structured that I can't say, you know what, I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to go do this or I'm going to go do that or I've got to, you know. And I know my first quarter alone is going to be very, very hectic tournaments, uh, tournaments that I'm running, tournaments that I'm working at, uh, as well as I've got just all these projects going on. So I know the first quarter of the year from, and I guess this is true for most people, um, is a time where you're kind of getting in those root, not only routine things, but those musts that you have to get done. And I think once the first quarter is over, people start to tend to relax, but uh, that also goes they tend to relax in their health and wellness. They start up gung ho with going to the gym, eating healthy, clearing that mind, getting it, that good mindset. I know a lot of people are, are really, really pushing because they haven't made time to read. So of course we had talked about the, the 12 book challenge. I see so many people doing that. And I think that's a wonderful thing, but don't put that, you know, that, that, that almost, I have to get it done. I have to get these 12 books done. Don't forget the ease of just enjoying the book mm-hmm. and also allowing that flexibility in reality that you may not get all 12 books in, you know, it's depending on what type of book you got or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, something happens that you just, you don't have that, you know, schedule to, that allows you to read all those, those books. So I think being more flexible mm-hmm. is the key word for me for, uh, you know, kind of what I'm going after this year. And flexible, so you have to be flexible because we know that life happens. And if you're so rigid in a routine, that can really put more stress on you. So go into- Don't you know know people that like, oh my God, I was supposed to do it, blah, blah, blah today. I didn't get it done. Well, you know, it happens. 
it does happen. And, you know, speaking about books, as I was uh, kind of rearranging in my little closet area, um, you know, I have my hand, um, the paraffin, you know, I want to get that going because, you know, this time of year, my fingers, oh. and hands, you know, so yeah, the dry I, hair is, is brutal. Yeah, it, it sure is. But <laughs> I found, and speaking of books, I found a few books that I've been looking for. And I'll just show one of them really quick. Um, I absolutely love this little book, 365 Pocket Prayers for Women. And, you know, of course, you know, every morning, you know, I've been reading it and I just, I feel this, I feel joy, I feel enjoyment, especially when I'm reading something with such, that gives me such guidance, guidance and wisdom for each day, right? You know, who, who doesn't love the guidance and wisdom? Um, you know, and, and really being mindful and of course, flexible with <laughs> how I treat myself. I was reading this great article about mindfulness the other, I think it was yesterday. And one thing that they always point out, and, and I've read this in a lot of different articles or books or whatever, is how we have that internal dialogue with ourselves. You know, for instance, you know, we're back to, let's talk about routines. Oh, okay. So you want to get up early, but you forgot to set your alarm and you're like, oh my God, I got, how could I be so stupid? Well, would you talk to your sister or your <laughs> best friend about how stupid they are? Like, think of the, the little internal dialogue that you're having with yourself. It starts with us. Like we, we need to be kind to, to ourselves, of course. So go into each day with gratitude in your heart be flexible if a routine works for you that is great but just kind of realize that sometimes um you might have that little fork in the road and that's okay right and i again it goes back to that whole piece of you know you know give and take you know that rubber band flexibility but also Sometimes we stretch ourselves too thin, you know, with, with routines, with, with lists. Um, it's okay to be organized and organized is going to keep you flexible to a certain degree, but you know what? You may have to schedule yourself for flexibility. You may have to say, you know, between two and four, whatever time frame it is, I'm purposely not going to schedule anything. So if I decide to go take that walk or I want to take a drive or I got errands to run or I want that self-care, you know, that I've got that give and take. Now, some people can't do that every day, but you should at least be allowing that flexibility time. And it's about really it's about flexibility time to allow yourself or, you know, maybe it's, you know, you may have to squeeze in an appointment and you do have some extra flexibility time. So I, I'm really just really kind of scheduling myself like these few hours and I can, you know, I bank the hours. Like in other words, if I don't use all that time, you know, I'll bank it for the next day or bank it for when, you know, I, I know I've got something coming up that may be uh, longer than possibly even anticipated. So I bank my time, but, you know, to me, it's like a reward knowing that that time that I've set for flexibility time, I can use it any way I want, whether it's for creative purposes, whether it's to catch up on a book, 
whether it's to catch up on a show, whether it's to, you know, you know, I don't really feel like working out today, but you know what? I still want to have that mindset and I'm looking for different apparatuses or different new creative exercises to do. I'm going to use that flexible time to say, you know what? It's okay now that I'm strolling on because I'm looking for something specific. So I think people need to really, really grasp the importance of allowing them to have that flexibility time because you need it. You, you absolutely need it. Even if it's to get your nails done, even it's, if it's just to sit and soak your toes, uh, you know, maybe it's to take a snooze, maybe it's to just lie outside and, you know, obviously not up north at this point, but, you know, maybe, maybe you finally get some snow and you say, you know what, I haven't gone sled riding in years. I'm going to go sled riding. I found a small hill. I don't recommend, depending on your age, to go down a big hill because we certainly don't want to, to be injured. But get back to that playful side. Get back to that, you know, we all have that inner child within us. So I like that. I'm really excited about my flexible time. Oh, I love that. And, you know, just as you were describing, you know, of course, the sledding, um, you know, it brought me back to a memory of Elizabeth Park and going down in the, um, the Murder Hill. We named it Murder Hill. Yeah, that was a, that was a, when I was a little girl it was like death defying. Like, I know. I know. And if you look at it now, and it's so funny how, you know, when you're small, and you're little and you look at things obviously from a different perspective a lot of it has to do with your like you're, you're shorter you're tinier like so you, you know you're looking up to things and they seem so much larger uh than life kind of so it was probably oh gosh i don't know one of the last times i was in elizabeth park and i looked at that hill and the other cool thing about it was it gave you that momentum that you could go the length of the park and you know we were fortunate enough that we had a great toboggan and dad you know we, we would go to the very end and i always remember hating to trug up back the the snow to get to the top of the hill but it, you know such fond memories but when you look at it in retrospect as an adult now you're like you know no wonder why it was no big deal dad because it really in retrospect wasn't that it was big so it's not like it's small but it's not just how we thought of it as children but i do remember that that fear factor of going down and just a lot yeah. of times closing my eyes or whoever was in front of us because we had a fairly big toboggan so I would stick my head down whoever was you know whatever sibling was in front and like ah, you know make sure we get get down okay but you know good memories they're fun and we all have that inner child so we got to bring that out a little bit so right absolutely and that, the other day I was thinking of something you know I always want to try something different you know I always talk about kickboxing or this or that you know things that I'm interested in but one thing that I would love to try again that I haven't done in years, and you may laugh at this, of course, um, not sure that I will do it because of my hip. Um, I would love to go back to, to skating. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought of that. Now, ironically, that you did bring that up. When we were up north, we uh, went to a really nice, nice restaurant in Worcester. And in Worcester, they... I don't believe they did it this year, at least as of right now, it's not there. They would have like a little outdoor skating rink. And the last time I was skating was with uh, the family and our niece, Amy, uh, as she came up to, you know, that was her first time enjoying the snow and whatnot. And 
I remember going to get the, the ice skates. Now, the ice skates, a lot of these public places, the ice skates are different from what we grew up with. So instead of laces, they have Velcro, believe it or not. So I put them on. I'm like, ooh, you know, and, 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 and if you don't know, your skates should be snug. They actually should be uh, smaller than your foot size. So your foot is very snug. So if you wear a size eight, you should be getting a size five snake, uh, skate. In any event, she gave me, she said, oh, you're a, you know, size six, we'll give you a six. I said, no, I actually have to go down to size. And even with that, I still couldn't get that nice snug fit. So needless to say, you know, skating with the grandkids or, or Jed actually, and, you know, kind of going around and, you know, kind of like that movie, uh, Eddie and the Cruisers, where there's a scene where he's on skating, where he's actually rollerblading. And, you know, these kids go by and, you know, they get the fancy footwork going on. Well, so I'm on my skates and I'm moving along fine. We grew up in a figure skating family. And these, these group of kids go by me and they nudge me enough where I, I caught the wrong edge. So I end up going in the air and I go, oh, I'm, I'm going down. So I braced myself. Uh, and landed on my, you know, forearm and my wrist, got up, and I could instantly feel like, oh, this doesn't feel too good. So, you you know, pardon me? Is that when you broke your wrist? Yes. So then, you know, and it was also, the it was Patriot playoff game. Oh, that's right. So we're we're getting in the car, and I said to John, you've got to help me take my skates off. And he says, you really hurt yourself you know, to the point where I couldn't even really, I couldn't move my hand, that the pain was throbbing. I said, look, it dropped me off. You know, I'm sure I'm going to be in there a little while, come back and, you know, get me, blah, blah, blah. So I go in there and of course I'm waiting and it was, you know, typical, like anybody else going to the ER. I'm like, got to hurry this up. It's I got a playoff game to get to. Just give me some time and I'll, you know, put it in a sling and let's go. So they ended up putting it in a soft cast. And then I, you know, had to go back to the, the, the doctor and sure enough, I had to, I have to be, I had to be casted, but you know, the whole point being, uh, yeah, so you just got to be careful because, you know, it's not a question that you don't even have the agility to do it anymore. You kind of like driving, you got to be, you got to be careful of your surroundings and people just don't think even kids, you know, I can remember that as a kid going by somebody and, you know, you, you hope that they don't purposely nudge you but they were kind of giggling so I, I got a feeling that they were just they were just being kids but right. needless to say you can get hurt yes yes you can and you have to obviously that was be- my last time that was my last time skating so that was a few years ago yeah yeah because yeah I remember Jetty he was a a munchkin yes yep so um ironically when we went to uh you know Worcester that's we we talked about that memory and, you, and John said you're not going on skates anytime soon so I, I, not that I wouldn't say I wouldn't, but I would definitely be more mindful of who's around me. Right. So, you know, and speaking of flexible, um, I was thinking of what my husband brought home a few days ago from Stanford. And I found out that he is going back. He left his machinery and everything there. And so that's okay, whatever. But there will be rails soon that we're also inheriting. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I know that, but yeah, listeners have no clue what you're talking yeah. about. So my husband loves choo-choo trains and he has 
you know, he's into models, all this. Long story short, he brought home six um, life-size, meaning children-size, that you could actually put on a track and ride. Um, I was not happy about that. I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't happy about it. And now I'm hearing we're getting the rails so that the choo-choos can go on the track. So that's something there's about that. There's that. And, you know, we, when we talk about that, because as you, you know, age, you, you know, you start to say, okay, I need to start cleaning out things because yeah. most people like to downsize. They, you know, realize in, you know, whatever they, their belongings or, or, their creative, their their crafts, their collections, whatever, don't serve the same value and or purpose. And you really do start thinking about downsizing because you're like, I don't want to leave all this for somebody else to have to clean up or to sift through or decide what's important, what's not, what's, you know, you know, and we always say, you know, someone's junk is someone else's treasure. But at the same time, you're like, okay, I, I don't want to like let go of some of this stuff. So, you know, I do uh, one box a month, at least. I try to do more, but I do a minimum of one box um, because in Florida, we, we don't have a basement. So we have the, the garage or a small attic above, but, you know, with the heat and stuff, we don't store anything up there. And really going through it because you're, you're you know, while, yes, we did a, a life, really lifestyle change from being up north to going down south where colors and lifestyles are so different and a lot of things up north just don't fit into the lifestyle you know being from a decorative perspective or a furniture perspective that you know kind of go with you know in our case we, we really love beach colors and that kind of thing but I also take pride in knowing like you know these things did serve a purpose so you would like to repurpose them or give them to somebody that will appreciate them or at best donate them to make sure that maybe it might add value to somebody else but not letting it get out of control where you're not keeping on top of that because we did get rid of a lot of stuff we don't want to be collecting more stuff so I understand your pain yeah and you know the other the other night you know we had the opportunity when we were at dinner with um some some relatives of Gary and <laughs> they said hey do you want this it's a beautiful piece of furniture. Absolutely is. And I said, thank you so much for thinking of us. But I said, I said, no, Gary said, yes. I said, no. It's hard to do that too, especially where, you know, it's, but if you really say, you know what, it's not going to fit in or again, it's not going to add value to what we already have. And we're trying to get rid of things. So why, you know, it's different if you're getting, you're downsizing, and then you say, I want to get rid of the big couch and I want to find something smaller. So in that regard, yes, of course, you're going to get rid of one thing and replace it with something just maybe smaller or whatever. But when you're adding to something that you may already have something similar to just because it's really nice, that's that's what you don't need. Right, exactly. So, and of course, organization is key when you are downsizing. So, and and I like how you brought up you um, at least try to go through one box a month minimum. And yeah. Maybe that's where I need to start. Of course, in that room over there, that's I, we have one bedroom down here. That's our um, storage unit, so to speak. Um, 
hey, the same rule applies to me. If I haven't used it, if I don't need it, unless it's like something of Ryan's when he was little, I'm, I'm getting rid of it too. I mean, it's time to, it's time to, you know, relinquish a hold on things no, that no longer serve a purpose. Right. And, and, and it goes with not just the objects of say furniture or that kind of stuff, you know, collectibles, but it also goes with your personal items. So what we chatted about last year was I've actually used uh, flip the hanger. When I wear something, I flip the hanger. So I know, and obviously a lot of the hangers I repeatedly flip because they're things of my favorite things to wear. But now that now we're into 2023, now is the time that I'm doing the inventory piece to it, okay? And I was really surprised as many, you know, very comfy shirts I have. I wore almost all of them, uh, maybe about 15 I did not. So guess what? Those 15 are now in the reevaluation stage. You know, did I not wear it because of the color? Uh, it doesn't fit, it's worn out, or I just don't like it. So that's where those things are going to go. And then I, I again, say, you know what? Those will go in the box or we'll go to Goodwill or I'll donate them. But those are, they got to go. And I think when we do that with our own personal items, it, it like, you know, old junky jewelry, I love junky jewelry, but I go through it. Okay, it's worn out. You know, it's not a good piece. You can just tell it doesn't look pretty anymore. Get rid of it. Uh, those kinds of things, you can just toss them right out in your garbage can or, you know, just get rid of them. So I think, we, you know, when you start little, uh, you know, and don't get so overwhelmed. Say, oh, I got like four closets to clean out. I got three bureaus. Start with one drawer. Start with one section of the closet. Because what happens, I think frequently people get discouraged because they feel overwhelmed because they're looking at the big picture of what they have to start going through instead of focusing even if you're in one room, you say, okay, that's like your room, your storage room. That's overwhelming to look at. So maybe mm -hmm. say, okay, I'm going to work with in just this corner. Let's see what, you know, is easily and readily available that I know by just plain sight, it's got to go and start mm -hmm. that way. Uh, yeah. That way it doesn't feel so overwhelming because I think when people feel overwhelmed, then they tend to like uh, shut the door. I want to look at it. <laughs> Exactly. And I did see more stuff in there the other day, but I knew it was in there. It just like seeing it was a reminder, like, you know, we got to start on this and, you know, one thing at a time, just whether it's a little corner, a box, whatever it may be, um, that's the way to start. So you don't feel that overwhelmed because when we tend to be overwhelmed, then we don't want to do it. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. We put exactly. it exactly, Exactly. And then it's, then you, then the whole, you know, procrastination of oh I'll get to it and then you don't and then in addition to it now other things have piled up so you know it's just like I said set yourself a reasonable goal um because like you know on this wealth wellness Wednesday you know your your wellness comes from your not just your insides of your body but what you're surrounding yourself with and I know for me like going into a room that's totally disheveled you know I've got to organize it first before I go actually go in it because I just feel like I, I can't get anything accomplished same thing with my desk I gotta make sure you know once a week it's it's picked up again I mean there are dates where things do get piled up naturally because you know you're you're doing paperwork whatever it may be but don't just let it keep piling up 
to the point where you can't find anything or that you can't even see your desk. That's discouraging. And it, it plays havoc on your mind. It sure is. And, uh, you know, I'm getting caught up with, uh, you know, scanning stuff because um, I digital file everything un unless it's like my homeowner's policy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that is, that is, by the way, um, filed electronically in case I need it. But for me, like it's simplicity. You know, in the olden days, for instance, when you wrote out a check to pay your bill and then, and then, you know, you kept the bill in a file cabinet. Like I don't do it all that anymore. It's like, oh, I still do. I still, I still like even pads of paper. It's still, I still like to do it. I mean, some things I do online, obviously, but I still print it out and I still file it. I like to see the paper. Yeah. I kind of got rid of all that. So I'm anyways, I'm catching up with my, um, have a little bit more scanning to do and, and just a little bit each day, like, you know, 10 minutes. Okay. Let me work on a little bit of this for 10 minutes. And I'm seeing the results of that. So maybe if you're feeling overwhelmed with the project, whatever it may be, 10 minutes, one little corner, one box, whatever it is for you, then maybe you won't feel so overwhelmed. Let's chat about uh, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Absolutely. Well, we know that we talk about wellness as a whole uh, and having that healthy relationship with money. And if you're an entrepreneur, you even work nine to five, does not matter. Uh, you want to put out those vibes to the universe. And that starts with an act of kindness. It's paying, uh, a, having a financial exchange with an unsuspecting person that you don't know. So it doesn't mean uh, a lot of people always ask that question. Well, I do. I donate to, you know, American Cancer Society. We're not talking about, we still want you to donate to your favorite charities. This has not, not the same. This ha has to do with the actual exchanging of paying kindness forward, doing something positive with money. But it also means it has nothing to do with the monetary amount. It could be a dollar. It could be coins. It could be $5, whatever, whatever you decide. And it's just really surprising someone that you don't know with a financial exchange that they're not expecting. Well, how do you do that then? If you don't know somebody, you're not going to go up to them, right? And hand them a $5 bill. But what it means is imagine going down, we give a lot of simplistic, really, really easy exercises for you to do, but we also want you to be creative. So one of my favorite ones is going down the pet food aisle, because we know that pets are like family members to so many people. And, you know, they have the cans, the individual cans. Well, sometimes I'll leave a dollar or two in between the cans. And, you know, it may, you know, we know the price of uh, cat and dog food and all kinds of animal food has gone up. So wouldn't an extra $5 defray the cost of somebody's pet bill? Maybe you're in, you know, different pieces of the grocery aisle. Maybe it's the dairy aisle. Maybe it's the vegetable aisle. Maybe it's an aisle of, you know, basic, you know, like hamburger, those kinds of things, meat aisle, where, you know, the cost of meat has gone up. And especially for a family that's struggling, you know, an extra five, $10, it's going to help them, you know, put it in between, you know, how they have the package meat and they stack it, you know, put money maybe in between the packages and somebody picks it up and says, you know, and a lot of times I'll wait, you know, from a distance just to see their, their look. And I'm telling you, I've not seen one person that, that has not been surprised, um, kind of get, kind of does the whole looking around, like, am I a candid camera kind of look? Um, and, you know, I've seen other people that you could just tell 
what that meant to them by by really when you look at somebody's eyes so sometimes i'll get close enough just to see uh and the sparkle that comes from their eye and you know that they you've impacted them in such a way that they're going to remember that even though it's a very small act of paying it forward that they're going to remember that and maybe you know one day turn around and do it for somebody else and that's really the whole point of putting it out in the universe the more that you do of goodness, of gratitude, of giving to others, uh, you are repaid. And I hate you even use the word repaid, but you, it comes back to you in uh, buckets and fruit loads. And sometimes you don't always see it right away. And that is okay. It's just a matter of really getting people jump started in paying it forward. And I absolutely, it's my favorite day of the, the week. Yes, and of course, we love Wealth Wellness Wednesday here at Two Sisters. One other thing I just want to say about 2022 that popped into my head. I am so blessed and grateful, even through all the shit that has transpired, the amazing gratitude that I have for not only um, my family and friends, but really to, to the universe in a way. like. There's a lot of things that happen in our lives. And I look back, yeah, that was hard. That was a hard situation. But I also look back at all the many blessings. So for that, I am truly blessed and grateful. And on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. And I am with my amazing sister. Um, and I, of course, owe her a lot of debt and gratitude, those blessings. I'm so grateful, so grateful. And I'm with- we are, Go ahead. I'm with two sisters and I'm grateful right back to you, sister. You know, it, it's uh, been, we, we've talked about our year uh, this past year and, you know, through all the trials and tribulations and, you know, jogging our schedules or whatnot, that we, that we were blessed that we had the flexibility um, and we feed off of each other with creativity, with organization, uh, you know, one being strong at one thing, uh, you know, one being stronger at the other. And that's what makes it work. And we always really share that piece to it that you don't have to, you know, have the big studio. You don't have to have like this, this huge vision, just start it. Uh, and we're blessed that we're, you know, approaching our third, is it our, well, I gotta think that we're going on our third year. Yeah, right? this yeah. three years and today is apps is uh episode number 556 yeah so that's and 556 five, those are my jam numbers so may have to play that one because i love fives and i love sixes so that's pretty good but you know we want you to go out there today wealth wellness wednesday to you know pay it forward uh and just understand and knowing that you really are impacting someone's life to the point that you know what we could start this grateful train this gratitude train this this kindness train uh to make the world a better place and you know it's it sounds cheesy but the reality is it's simple uh and it does help people and there's nothing better because uh, as we know uh gratitude and a grateful heart is one of the, the the main components of our human emotions and one of the best so with that we will see you tomorrow for trending thursday what's trending already in 2023 i know there's tons of things going on between fitness uh news uh people's lives diets nutrition we all know that's coming so we will see you tomorrow for trending thursday have a great day everyone pay it forward take care bye-bye bye for now